I'm starting to feel some nostalgia today, so I want to take a look back at certain years within the contest and talk about why I think they were very important and also my own personal journey within the game. This is the MCOCME podcast, and I'm your host, Zach Rossi. This is my final sort of little take on the whole eight-year thing, only because we have the banquet coming up, some other things are going to be happening in the contest as well, and I figured it would be a good idea to kind of look back to sort of see where we are now. And being in the game for eight years, that's a very long time, but it wasn't always as serious as it seems. When I first started playing the game, I was playing it very casually because at the time when the game came out, the highest piece of content, well, you know, in terms of difficulty was the Realm of Legends. That was, you know, insane at the time. That was the, that was the you know, the, the top of the mountain. And then as the game progressed, as more things came into the game, we had longer quests, we had variants, we had Act 6, Act 7, Act 8. We had the gauntlet. We've had all sorts of different side events. We've had, you know, Cavalier monthly and all sorts of other difficulties as well. And it's really cool to see where the game has created things to keep the player engaged. And when I was looking back at my time in this game, there were a few years that stuck out. So I want to go back and talk about those years and tell you why they're important to me. The first year would probably be 2018. And that's important because that was the year when I decided to kind of start playing the game a little bit more progressively. I was kind of, you know, shying away from doing all sorts of story content. I thought it was a little hard. I wasn't really taking any chances, any risks. And I was just kind of in the doldrums of just doing a lot of arena fighting, but not progressing in the story. Well, I decided to buckle down and at least make some progress. And, I, and towards the end of that year, I remember kind of getting through, I believe it was Act 5. And also doing my first ever attempt at the um, Road to the Labyrinth. Because I was kind of stuck on one little portion of it. But then I somehow got my hands on the right cast of champions. And was able to plow through it without any issue. So it felt really good. And then from there, I just kind of parked myself. I didn't do anything involving the Labyrinth. I was just not really into it just yet. But I will say 2018 for me was a lot of roster growth as well. At the time, I was really just kind of focusing on my four-star champions because at the time, that's what I had. But I eventually got my first five-star champion, which was actually Black Panther OG before his makeover. And then from there, I was able to kind of build on champions and, and sort of get my roster a little stronger and to do, you know, the things that I've always wanted to do within the game. And I had to just kind of make that little leap forward to say, hey, it's time to, you know, progress in this thing. So for me, 2018 was a very good year in terms of progression. And now if I was to go back even further, we got to go to 2014 because that was the year in which I downloaded the game for the first time and the only time. <laughs> I've never, like... I've never gotten rid of it and re-downloaded it. I've always kept it on my phones. It's always been a constant. But I remember when I downloaded it, this was in, I believe, either late November or early December of 2014. I was at the movies with a couple of friends of mine from the Luke Bryan tour. My buddy Ryan Rushing was like, hey, you should try this little game out because I saw him playing it next to me in the seats. And I feel like if I wasn't sitting next to him, I would not have seen it because the first thing I saw was him playing a Spider-Man going up against the juggernaut. And I was like, holy crap, this is like really, really cool. And then lo and behold, I downloaded it. And here I am, eight years later, making an episode about the whole thing. 
So it was kind of cool how that whole thing started. Um, the next year that was really important to me was 2020. Now, I know 2020 was a very arduous year for a lot of people. So much fear, uncertainty, loss, all sorts of different things. And when that was going on, I, you know, unfortunately could not work in the music industry because concerts were shut down, gigs were shut down, not a whole heck of a lot going on. But in the early months of that pandemic, when I was hunkered down, I was actually able to, you know, get through a lot of content. I did my first ever pass of Act 6. Uh, I got my, my Cavalier title as well just from doing that, which is really, really cool. Um, I was able to get, you know, a little further in terms of acquiring more five-star champions. I was able to get a few six-star champions as well. I believe at the time, six-star-wise, I had uh, Iron Man, Infinity War, and Night Thrasher. Those were my first two six-star champions. And that, that took a lot of work because I remember like just trying to get the 10K six-star stars. That was you know a very, very hard process in and of itself. And now I can pretty much get six-star shards wherever. But it, within 2020 as well, I also decided to tackle some of the variants. I got a lot of those knocked out of the way. Uh, I actually sat out the 4th of July that summer just because I didn't want to do it. But variants were kind of the name of the game that summer. I really was, you know, hunkering down and trying to knock those things out just because it was kind of the same thing I was feeling in 2018. I was just not really that sure of myself as a player. I was a little intimidated by certain variants. But once I read how to, how to play them, once I got my rosters in the right spot to do these pieces of content... Everything was gravy, except for variant one. That took me a long while to get through. I didn't finish that one until um, late August or early September of 2021. But still, I laid the groundwork by knocking out a bunch of variants. It was really neat. And uh, what else happened that year? Oh, yeah, I finally became Thronebreaker. And I became Thronebreaker at a really cool time as well. It was in December. It was perfect. I got done doing all of the, uh, the act 7.1 exploration. I really wanted to get Thronebreaker before the holiday gifting event kicked in. I did it. It was awesome. I remember my first rank three champion. It was Domino, which was really, really cool. I was very happy about that. And also in my rewards, I was able to get a six star apocalypse. So i so that night, I remember it was a Friday night. I was like, Oh man, this is awesome. This is really great. This is like what I've been waiting for. But the big thing that came out of 2020 was this show. It was me walking on the beach in Edward Island, North Carolina, thinking to myself, I got to do something to get creative because I'm literally losing my mind. And, you know, I know a fair amount about the game. Let me just try to, you know, shoot my shot on making this thing. And guess what? I done did it. And it's been around for two years, which is really cool. And um, a lot of listeners all over the place. I was kind of looking at my Spotify wrapped up on this uh, show and my top five countries are the U.S., the U.K., Sweden, Australia, and uh, what was the other one? I think it was Brazil. Either way, it was really cool was that, you know, people are listening kind of all over. I thought it was really neat. And, uh, you know, thanks for giving a guy a chance to uh, rant and ramble and other musings of this game to be put on a public platform. And thanks for tuning in. And I really, really appreciate that because... If I didn't have any listeners like you guys, I wouldn't be doing this show. And then the final year for me that really kind of sticks out in a very big way is this year, 2022. Only just because of a lot of things that were going on. Like um, I finished um, all of Act 7 before going on the Ramstein tour. 
And I took my first, you know, hiatus from the game and from the show. And I got to say, that was actually a really big deal to me just because I really enjoy doing the show. I really enjoy playing the game. But my focus was on doing that tour and it had to be where it needed to be. But it was cool to have that self-restraint to kind of understand that, you know, hey, you got to put it down sometimes. You can't just be, you know, doing all sorts of things. And really, you can't just, you know, spend your free time on the thing. But uh, I participated in the Eternity of Pain this whole summer. That was a lot of fun to kind of get me back into certain things. And once I got in like a routine with the tour, I felt fine. And I was able to kind of get back to gaming in a very casual manner while also exploring these really cool cities and countries that I was in. Finally got my hands on a Hercules. I got him as a five-star. Trying to get him as a six still, but uh, you never know. I also finally became Paragon this uh, late summer in August, which was great for my Eternity of Pain rewards. I was very much on... The fence about it, I was actually more on the negative side of the fence about it at first because I just thought it was a giant paywall thing. However, it wasn't, and it was nice that, you know, I was able to get Paragon even before the fall hit. And also, we had Act 8.1 drop. That was a lot of fun as well. And I also feel like, you know, with Battlegrounds that came out this year, with Relics, a lot of really cool shit happened in the game. And I know that a lot of people are kind of frustrated with certain things. I understand it, but look, it's not... I don't think it's ever going to be a perfect product, so if you don't want to play anymore, I mean, you don't have to, but if you want to play, then play kind of on your own terms and sort of limit yourself to what you're doing, but I was a big fan of some of the new stuff that dropped this year, the way they kind of tweaked some of the stuff with the Cavalier monthly EQ, giving it a buff, new champions that got a buff, like I said, the Battlegrounds, Relics, we're going to see what happens with the Banquet here in a little bit, but I gotta say 2022 was a very cool year. There was a lot of really good content to be had this year. They actually even brought back the Grandmaster Gauntlet, which was awesome, and that's gonna be coming back again, I believe, uh, after the new year rolls in. So 2022, 2018, 2020, 2014, very good years. Those, those are years that, to me, they stick out in a big way, and they are all part of my journey here in my eight-year stint within the game. And to kind of wrap this all up, and this is just, just just goes to show you how perfect the game can be in terms of rewarding you for certain things. I was feeling a little spicy this morning. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy myself a featured crystal from the Black ISO market. I'm going to let this thing roll. And I watched it roll and roll and roll and roll and roll and roll. And it stopped on a six-star Groot who I was able to finally awaken. And I wasn't even mad about it. I was actually kind of laughing. I was like, oh, this is perfect. You know, eight, about to record this show about my eight years within the game, just kind of, you know, highlighting certain years. And I get an eight-star group. So I, I have had the highest of highs in the featured crystals with duping uh, Gallon a few times, getting Quicksilver, getting Valkyrie, getting Hulkling, uh, duping my Shang-Chi way further, duping my Ebony Maw further, but then it all comes full circle with getting Groot as a six-star awakened champion. I got to say, uh, not like I said, not mad about it. I think it's very fitting. Because if you don't have a duped six-star Groot in your roster, are you even playing the game? Are you even that much of a badass within the game? Just saying. That's like a, that should be like a trophy-type champion for certain players. Because it's like, it's a champion you're never going to really use. Except for arena stuff or whenever there's the Guardians of the Galaxy side event going on. But, um, yeah. Got my hands on group. Duped him. It's hilariously awesome. So, hopefully, we'll see what happens when I decide to do some bigger uh, pulls with my six-star champions. I have about 80,000-plus uh, 
shards at the moment. Going to do a couple featured, a couple basic, get some more stuff from the scrapyard. You know how it goes. But anyway, uh, it's Monday. Christmas is almost on the horizon, which is just fucking crazy how fast this year has gone by. But um, the banquet will be dropping on Wednesday. The scrapyard will be uh, having a new week on Wednesday as well. So I would say right now, uh, and also Battlegrounds has wrapped up, so we're going to be seeing some rewards coming in shortly. So I would say just get ready for the banquet. There's a lot of videos on it right now about how to get some really good rewards for free, spending about maybe 900 units or so. But, um, you know, it's basically gifting with a fancier title and a fancier name. So we'll see what happens when that goes live, and I'll probably do something once it does go live, but I'll be up in uh, New York on Wednesday evening till past the New Year. So I'm very much looking forward to being with some family and friends and having a great time with them. But you all take care of yourselves out there. Uh, please, you know, like I've said so many times in this show, please take care of your mind, your body, your finances. I know it's a tough season for a lot of people, but listen, call your people. Just reach out. You know, you never know when a phone call is going to make all the difference. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. If you got to get shit off your chest, say it with your chest and just, you know, take care of business. All right. This is the MCOC and me podcast and I'll talk to you all next time.